everybody. Welcome back to Simply Soccer. I am your host, Michelle Hutink, and my co-host, Christian Conway. I heard there was a pretty significant match coming up this weekend. I just I, I can't remember who we play this weekend. <laughs> uh, it's that team that's noisy. Or something like that, I guess. Or the neighbors are noisy or something uh, like <laughs> But first, LA Galaxy got the loss. Um, they dropped their three points uh, in Lumen Field. Uh Actually, to not my surprise, uh, you know, this is the first match that the Galaxy really got challenged. I mean, the Sounders, like we said, if you listen to the preview, always contenders. Brian Schmetzer knows what he's doing. He wanted that third goal, and he got it um, when they interviewed him on the pitch. So we lost because we didn't wear the community kit. Um, Ah. (laughs) uh, But that said, Bond has... 15 saves so far that is you know the top of mls but to me i don't know if those are particularly good stats uh if you're looking at the stats of the galaxy from that match um you know uh, that's the thing about results right i mean the galaxy don't the stats are not horrible it just doesn't it doesn't show you know the galaxy didn't didn't get to score um you know, that there were early subs made um, by halftime. And it just, it really seemed like, you know, Vanny knew what he wanted to do, but just couldn't couldn't execute it. Um, I think that they could have used Viafania more on that, on that side, but Vanny said they couldn't get the ball on that side. Um, you know, minimum, Galaxy have been giving up two goals uh, each game. Um, not sure what... And we said this when we texted each other, like, what's Grand Seer uh, bringing to the match? And then Chicharito missed uh, his shot. And, it, and I mean, I'm not going to be too hard on him because he's, he's got us the, the wins and the, the goals that we needed the last two matches. Um, you know, not going to overly criticize the Galaxy um, on, on this particular game. Uh, again, you know, the Sounders are... always a strong team um you know they have veterans on their team and and they just of course like took you know took the win at home um but but that that chicharito miss really did feel like misses of chicha pass yeah and i think this is one of those games where you kind of have to sit there and say as, as, as you mentioned that you know they're playing a very good team this was probably the first real test of the season i mean the Red Bulls have struggled ever since uh, Gerhard Struber arrived in, in in Harrison, New Jersey, and in Miami again. Kind of this weird unknown quantity that that kind of has had these ups and downs. Um, you know, look, I don't think this is a bad loss. Um, I think there was moments in this game where you could definitely say there was moments of kind of a friendly reminder of what the Galaxy were. But there's also moments in this game where I mean, the Galaxy moved the ball pretty efficiently. Well, I mean, the ball movement was good, the passing was good, um, and they led the possession battle. And and, and nominally, I, I say that. Possession is the most meaningless stat in our sport, but I mean, you know, in when you know when you're playing, you know, an MLS Cup finalist, you know, leading the possession battle is not a bad thing. I mean, you know, they could have been a little bit more aggressive. I think I was a little bit surprised that they weren't um, a little bit more aggressive. It, it, it did look like obviously Seattle was was a little bit more the passive team in this game, letting the Galaxy kind of take the game to them rather than necessarily coming after the Galaxy in in any significant way. Um, but you know, look, I mean, this is what happens. You play a team like the Sounders, um, who just, they're very good at every position. And sometimes you just lose to very good teams. And, 
you know, I think it's a friendly reminder of where the Galaxy are right now. And, and you know, I think a lot of people, you know, saw those first two games and didn't really think of the context of those two games, which is that, you know, they played two teams that, you know, a team that didn't make the playoffs in, in, in the New York Red Bulls and a team that, you know, only made the playoffs because of the expanded playoff format that last year required, you know. So I don't, this isn't that bad of a loss. And and and, and I, I know the doom gloom quotient went out pretty hard on Twitter on Sunday night. Like, I, I get that. But look, I mean. Um, but the Galaxy are learning a lot. And, you know, honestly, it, it was bad touches that, that kept the team scoreless. My biggest concern was that I didn't see any threat or creativity. Yeah, and, and, and agree. again, that is that is definitely kind of, a, I, I agree with you, that is a serious question. And, and, and I mean, also keep in mind that, you know, it did look like the Galaxy, you know, and, and this has been a common complaint about Lumen Field is that the Galaxy looked a little on skates at times on that turf. I, you know, I, I hate to say and blame a, a playing surface, um, but I mean, I do think there was a little bit of that there. I mean, Chicharito had a couple of good opportunities that he just, you know, couldn't find his footing on the field and, and you know, that happens. Um, but, you know, I think, it, it, the Galaxy had their moments in this game. You know, I, I agree with you. I would like to go about creativity. I think there are players in the wings that are going to um, foster that creativity. Um, but I mean, look, you know, for, you know, they, they didn't look overawed by the occasion. I think, um, I think I texted you or I, I tweeted this out. It was, it was, it was one of the two forms of media where I said, look, you know, I think if this game is a, under a Shiloto coach team, they can see those two goals in those three minutes and around the 19th and the 23rd minute. Um, and I think the heads just drop. I think just we're talking not just about a two nil or a three nil loss. We're talking about a five or six nil loss, right? Like it did just look like the mentality was a lot better that they weren't, you know, you know, letting their heads drop. It was kind of like, okay guys, you know, come on. And, and, and the, the, the two mistakes they give up on the goals. I mean, on the first goal, you, you can't let Rui Diaz sit in the box like that. You know, you, you just can't. He's he's going to finish that every time. He's th- that's that's what he does. He's good at this thing. Um, and I think you know O'Neill Fisher gets turned pretty hard on the Brad Smith uh, second goal, and, and and I think O'Neill Fisher had a really rough day in the office in this game. I think we all can agree on that. I mean, you know, he can't let Brad Smith run on the outside on that first goal and just positionally lose him. And then on the second goal, he's got to be so much more aware. Um, yeah, and I mean, I I am glad that he did take a shot. Um, you know, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's just, it's so hard to say because it's like, okay, if you're taking shots, but they're not really going anywhere. That's, that's so hard. Yeah. And, and I mean, they didn't take a lot of high percentage chances. The XG for this game was, uh, you know, for the galaxy was, 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 uh, excuse me, uh, the XG for this game for the galaxy was 1.3. Um, so, I mean, you know, not necessarily what I would call great. I mean, only two shots on target in this game mm-hmm. for the galaxy, which again, not great. Um, but you know, not think, great, but it's not horrible considering the score line. Yeah, and and I also I I just you know it, it does feel like you know this is I, I I think you know it's a friendly reminder of where we are right now, right? Like it's a friendly reminder of you know hey this is still a work in progress. This isn't done. You know, like we're not a finished product yet. And I mean, you know that I think is it has to be a friendly reminder for a lot of a lot of these games coming up, especially against these these higher quality opposition. Um, I think the Galaxy looked a lot better going forward than they have in previous seasons. Um, but it's also a friendly reminder that, that the defense is still a little bit shaky, that there are still questions about, you know, how the Galaxy play defense and how they operate. And, you know, I know um, Williams obviously goes off at halftime. I think he was probably on some level of a minutes restriction. Um, 
it did look like him and Steris didn't really have a good rapport in terms of passing according to the passing network maps. Um, that's definitely going to be something that they're going to be working on. Um, and and it did look like, you know, they didn't really, you know, what, what they've done so well with Chicharito is they put someone right next to him to do kind of, to, to free up movement for Chicharito to kind of hit those half spaces. And they didn't really do a good job of that. And maybe that's Seattle being very smart, playing the 3-5-2 and kind of just blocking out the midfield to make it really difficult for the Galaxy to operate, which I think is probably the most likely explanation there. Um, but, you know, it, it, there, there were moments in this game where, you know, kind of 10 to 15 minute moments of possession where I was kind of sitting there being like, I don't hate this. Like, this is good. Like, you know, it's, they're not scared. They're not getting cowed into, you know, just hanging their heads and letting Seattle run right on them. They're actually standing up and, and, and kind of showing some heart. And I think that's, that's probably the biggest takeaway for me in this game is that, yeah, you know, we're not at Seattle's level right now. We're, we won't be for another year. Like, I mean, if you think about this team right now, I mean, they, you know, two of the big pieces they had to bring in were, you know, Koulibaly and, and, and Cabral. They didn't play in this game. You know, Cabral, obviously, with the, uh, the, the visa paperwork issue and then Koulibaly, obviously, just having just finished that deal. You know, Derek Williams only plays 45 minutes. Everything I have seen indicates to me that he's going to be a critical part of this defense moving forward. You know, like, it's not done. And yet, you know, they, they kind of handled themselves pretty well. All right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not thinking that they handle themselves as, as well as you are. Um, I'm I, like I said, I got my obviously we have our concerns, but I mean, I'm not as optimistic as you, but I'm also not in the doom and gloom. Like I said, I'm not going to be overly critical. Um, this makes sense. I think that this is a real opportunity for the galaxy to tighten things up. Um, you know, it's it's Nick Dupuy for me is amazing for the defense i mean he really was at work <laughs> in in this game and to me um you know i you know i keep reading on on twitter and understandably so you know the concern that sasha question is on the wrong side of 30 um and when he came in for efrain alvarez who's young who got the start um you know i i get the concern that he moves like molasses but to me, um, yeah, he, he brings that, that leadership. He brings, um, he takes the shots. Um, I, I think, I think he's solid. I think that that's, you know, you want to, you want to see more from Jonathan Dos Santos, um, how we're used to seeing him. Um, I honestly think, uh, Victor Vasquez is showing bright potential. Um, it was nice to see Dunbar, <laughs> um, you know, get subbed in again, and, and he was taking shots too. So um, I, I think that when Zubat came in in the 46th minute that there, I thought the Galaxy were going to get one back. I thought there was going to be more of a spark. But like I said, there, there, just, there just wasn't. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see the Galaxy not making crosses and doing the same things over and over and expecting different results. But it was really frustrating that they couldn't get the ball um, play to the other side and it just it just you know concerns me that I just didn't really see any real chances though yeah and and I think I I chalk up a lot of the galaxy's difficulty in terms of getting into high opportunity situations to the fact that I mean Seattle just crowded the midfield and made it really difficult for the galaxy to operate through the center of midfield which kind of seems to be the plan at this point and I mean you know they were pinging you know, long balls over to the side that uh, Araujo and, and O'Neill Fish were playing on, you know, all day. And it made just really a difficult test for the Galaxy. 
Um, and and you know, I, I you know that Araujo O'Neill Fisher pairing I think will be very short lived. I, I doubt we'll see it this weekend, just considering uh, you know, they they don't have a good chemistry on that side. Um, I, I understand why you do it. I in a vacuum, but we don't play in a vacuum. We play in a reality, and and therefore you know I, I think Greg Vinny learned his lesson very quickly that they're just not compatible. And that, and that's not to say anything about either player. It's just you know sometimes you're just not compatible with another player. Um, so, and, you know, and to be fair, those those goals were early. I mean, they yeah. were, yeah, they were early giveaways. But I, I don't you know, know. Honestly, I think I think the Galaxy had a bit of an odd task considering the way that Seattle sets up in terms of kind of playing Christian Roldan as this free floating number ten, sort of not number ten kind of thing. That mm-hmm. um, I think you know, Jonathan Dos Santos had to have two, sta- you know, Jonathan Dos Santos had to have two states of mind there where he had to track Christian Roldan, and Roldan was pulling him all over the place. And he also had to be the distributor for the Galaxy, you know, trying to get into the attack. And I think it, that was a very difficult job for him. Um, and I still think he's getting his legs back from from a, a, an injury curtailed 2020 season. Um, I also think this is a very good advertisement for the fact that they needed to bring another defensive midfielder. And Koulibaly is probably going to be that defensive midfielder because Jonathan Dos Santos can't do it alone. Um, and I think, you know, you saw that a lot where he, you know, he had some you know, defensive midfielders. It's not just necessarily about tackles and you know, intercepted passes. It's also about denying passing lanes before they're used and controlling space on the field. You know, that's, you know, that's what the best defensive midfielders do, right? Um, so I think, you know, and, and, and it was clear that Jonathan DeSantis was trying to do that, but he was just overwhelmed. I mean, he didn't have the reinforcements and support that he needed in order to be successful against that midfield. Um, and as we get into the LFC match, I think that's going to be a very interesting conversation as we get into that game a little bit later. Um, so, you know, Again, I, I understand why I think a lot of people could be negative about this game. I, I do. I just think what I saw in terms of, you know, I don't know if necessarily flashy moments, but moments of just, you know, passing exchanges and, and movement that I, there's something here, you know, and, it, and it's not a finished product. I think we, we both can agree on that. I think anyone mm-hmm. no, who's, a rash, who's a rational Galaxy fan has to understand this is not a finished product. But I mean, you know, the way Victor Vasquez is moving the ball, the way that, you know, you know, Efrain Alvarez was, you know, you know, I, and I've, I've long maligned him and I think I, I hold him to a higher standard than probably I should just simply because of, of, of all the, um, conversations around him. Uh, you know, but I, I think he had, you know, had one of his better games in a galaxy Jersey, um, you know, as best as you could considering the situation. Um, again, you know, it's one of those things where you know, I, I'm, I'm not exactly sold on grand Sear yet. Um, I think, you know, he had, he had one really clear chance, I believe, in the first half, might have been early in the second. And, you know, I think if he was more clinical, I think that thing goes in the back of the net. We're talking about a 2-1 game, and then all of a sudden everything changes, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think he needs to be a little bit more clinical in that situation. Um, but again, you know, I remember, you know, like, thinking about Galaxy games from, you know, 2017 onward, uh, until this year, you know, like you come out of losses and it was just kind of like, there's nothing good here. But there was moments where I was kind of like, okay, I get it. You know, like I can see what's going on here. And, 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 you know, Vanny and, and the rest of the galaxy organization have been very open and honest about the fact that, Hey, you know, we're still building it here. And that, and, and it almost does feel like they're ahead of schedule. And that's, you know, I don't mind losing to an MLS cup finalist, a two time MLS cup champion in the past, you know, five years you know, in the way that they did, you know, I think three nil favor. I, I think three nil kind of doesn't tell the full story of this game. Like, I think I agree you know, with that. I think Seattle is very lucky to have it be three nil. I mean, obviously, you know, the galaxy on that first goal, they concede. You can't leave Raul Diaz in the box unmarked like that. You know, one of Derek Williams or Steris has to realize that, 
oh, the best finisher that MLS has ever seen for the past three years outside of Ibrahimovic is in the box alone. Um, I can figure out where this is going to go. Um, and on the second goal, I mean, you know, it's one of those days where just, you know, O'Neill Fisher doesn't have it and he gets turned and then, you know, it's, you know, it's in the back of the net. Um, I think on the third goal, that's just Rui Diaz. Rui Diaz yeah, scored. Rui Diaz is being Rui Diaz for sure. Yeah, he scored <laughs> a pretty similar goal to that in uh, the MLS Cup final that they won 3-0 where it was just like, Rui Diaz will run until you tell him, you know, Rui Diaz is, you know, the end of the world could be happening and Rui Diaz would still be pressing you. Um, and, that, and that's, and that to me is a testament to Schmetzer's, that third goal is a testament to Schmetzer because he said, you know, right away, he's like, well, we're trying to get that third goal. And I'm like, that's a coach. Yeah. And, 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 I'm, and I'm confident if Vanny was in the same position, he'd say the exact same thing. I, you know, it's not like, Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, no, you're right. And I mean, not to put down, you know, Escaloto, but it, it, I mean, you're going to hear that from, from Vanny when, when that situation's in. I don't know what uh, Escaloto would have said. But, anyways, <laughs> so I, I'm just saying, um, like, to me, yes, that's any, that's any coach's goal, but I, you know, it's, it's just you had. I mean, as soon as they subbed Nicholas Lodero in for Will Bruin, I honestly thought he was going to get something because I was like, oh, great. Like, it's only, it's early. It's a 66 minute. Like, the Galaxy haven't answered at all. I was just like, I don't know that the Galaxy are going to get anything back, you know? And I just, I mean, I kept hope. I kept thinking, you know, that they, that they could. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know that, that subs are made early if, you know, legs get tired, like you said, on the turf. Um that if subs had come in later, would things, you know, had been better? Because uh, Williams kind of kind of was forced to be subbed out, um, you know. Um, but again, I think that there's a lot to learn. It, it did feel experimental from Vanny at times. Um, you kind of, you kind of, you know, when you look at, like I said, when you look at the subs, when you look at how early and everything, and you're just kind of wondering, like, mm, I'm glad that he tried to create early chances at, at the half. Um, but in a team against a Seattle like that, I, I'm not sure, but moving, um, into against LAFC, I mean, I'm concerned only because like you said, not all the pieces are in place for the galaxy. And even though the galaxy are at home, um, I'm I'm just I'm not confident that the Galaxy will will win uh, that one. Um, hoping for a draw at that point, just because. Um, but you know it's hard because you look at LAFC's last two matches. Both of those were in a draw. Um, it honestly they should have lost to Seattle. So I'm not really sure what happened there. Um, that that's on Seattle, I think. Um, and then you know the Dynamo. I'm just not sure that Galaxy are up to, up to, I know that they're up to the challenge, but I'm not sure that they're in the position this early in the season for an El Trafico. Uh, I, I would decently agree with that analysis. I would also say I think the Galaxy are probably in a little bit of a better position than previous uh, Traficos of, of, of yore. Um, you know, I think, you know, watching the, the LAFC Houston game back, I mean, I mean, it's going to yeah. be better than that 6-0 loss. Um, that was 2020. It ain't going to be that, guys. Like, <laughs> it, it should be better than that. Um, you know, look, I think, you know, having watched that Houston LFC game, I, you know, I, I kind of did a quick 30-minute scan of it. Um, 
this, you know, and, and again, the game against Seattle, too. You know, it feels like LAFC hasn't left second gear, if that makes sense. Like, they just looked a little slow. You know, like, normally you go to watch LAFC and you see this, you know, dynamic, quick passing team. And just a lot of the decision making that they were making was was slow. It looked a little, you know, kind of unsure of themselves. Looked a little kind of, I, I don't know how the right word to describe it, but it, it did look like, you know, there, there's there's rust and there's kind of, uh, I, I guess, you know, kind of the sense that, you know, their best players aren't playing at the highest level that they. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. I'm hoping that LRC isn't saving it for the galaxy. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, yeah. I, what, I, what I would say there is that you know, Bob Bradley is not a coach that advocates for saving it for a team. Bob Bradley is a guy that you know you go out for and sure. play every single game. Um, I think you know th- they've they've had some misfiring. I think you know Diego Rossi has not looked like the double digit million player that's supposedly going to Europe this summer. Um, he, uh, you know, he was recovering from an injury. So maybe there's, there's a little bit of that, you know, just getting the rust off. Um, you know, but again, they just, you know, they looked a little, it, you know, they looked like a car stuck in, in deep mud um, against, against Houston. And, and Houston didn't make the game uh, easy for them. Not at all. I mean, Houston played them very, you know, played them straight up. I mean, Matias Vera and that game was fantastic. Um, uh, Galaxy alum, Joe Corona has definitely made that midfield a lot better. Um, but, you know, I think, this this game, oddly enough, rests on its defensive midfielders because, you know, and we'll talk about, you know, when we when we do our, uh, our quick 15-minute hitter, you know, I'll, I'll kind of expand on this topic a little bit more. But, you know, with LAFC, as Atuesta goes, LAFC goes. He's so critical to everything they do because, you know, he's the guy that is – he's a fantastic defensive midfielder, but he's also one of the best passers of the ball in the league right now. And and, and I know we're a, a Galaxy-focused podcast, and I think everyone's like, oh, God, now he's waxing lyrical about LFC. I'm not. I'm trying to tell you kind of what what to look for. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, that, look, you have to look, even for me, like, re, you know, before we were recording this, I was looking up LAFC because I'm just like, all right. Because Seattle, you know what you're going to get. You know, you actually know which players you're going to get. Vela is still a question mark. Um, and everybody's, like, anticipating, like, Chicharito versus Vela, you know? And um, that might that might still have to wait, uh, actually. So you know, um, definitely you got you got to know the the other side. And I'm not, you know, we're both not sitting here like doing our research like just because it's El Tráfico. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. is like yeah, but go for it. <laughs> and I, I also I also think you know, Villa being out, I think really is a, a, a pretty kind of uh, serious thing for. Uh, LAFC, if if he's not past fit by the uh, by the time this game rolls around, um, you know th- they, you know he he provides a perfect kind of. Um, it, it, it's interesting. He and he and Diego Rossi kind of almost have like a Chicharito Victor Vasquez relationship where you know they need each other in order to be successful for one another. Like um, you know it, it, Vela is you know it, it, they can. LAFC can operate without Vela. I don't think they enjoy doing it very much. Um, you know, I think this 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 game boils down to which of the defensive midfielders plays better, either Atuesta or Jonathan Dos Santos. Because I think Jonathan Dos Santos, when he's ticking, makes the Galaxy so good in terms of his ability, you know, to, um, you know, he's, he's the clockmaker, right? He's the guy that kind of sets the tempo for this team. And I think that's going to be critical. And, and his ability to cut off passing lanes makes what Atuesta, uh, which Atuesta's ability of just line-breaking passes, you know, that would make it very hard for LAFC to operate. Then they have to start discussing, you know, we'd have to start routing through, you know, either Mark Anthony Kerr or Latif Blessing. And I don't think Mark Anthony Kerr is particularly a great passer of the ball. I think he's a good player. He's not a great passer of the ball. And Latif Blessing, I think, has been overrated for most of his MLS career. Um, 
you know, so I, I think, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how the Galaxy set up because I, I, I think they might be a little bit more compact than we've seen them. I think, you know, they're going to make it, you know, I think they're going to make it very hard for LAFC to operate through the center of midfield. Um, they'll, they'll probably take a page out of Houston's book, which was Houston just basically clumped the midfield and said, good luck getting through us. And it worked decently well for a solid, you know, 70 minutes. Um, so I think, you know, they, they'll have their, their moments. Um, I, I, I do think this is, you know, but again, it's a rivalry game, you know, like what do you, you know, like what happens? Yeah. I, I mean, the, uh-huh, I oh. you know, I thought also LAFC against, against Houston was shockingly narrow in a way I've, I haven't seen LAFC in a very long time. You know, I think they, they definitely have some weakness on the outside backs and on, on and on the, the wide players and in, in the attacking trio of, you know, you know, Corey Barrett isn't necessarily what I would call a, 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 a winger and, you know, uh, Opoku, I mean, you know, he's good, but again, I think he's a little bit better centrally. Um, so I think, you know, the Galaxy are going to get some joy if they can get out wide. Um, but it's a question of quick distribution for the Galaxy. I think if they can, you know, if they can do what LAFC does so well to other teams, which is turn moments of chaos into moments of uh, aggression, you know, I think they can really get at LAFC and get um, get them on the outside. And, and the other thing about this is watching the Houston opportunities they had, they had some pretty good opportunities, probably could have scored two goals in this game. Um, one of the things that I was really noticing was that, you know, LAFC center back pairing is a good center back pairing. I mean, you know, Mario and, and, and Segura are, are very good center backs. But the thing that I was noticing was that LAFC was getting a lot of opportunities of splitting the center backs, of really making it difficult for Segura and, and, and Mario to, to stay together as a cohesive unit. And I think that's good news for Chicharito. Because if the Galaxy can split the center backs effectively, you know, put situations where Mario and Segura each have to make a decision about where they're going to go, then I think that's what Chicharito feasts on, is those moments of, hey, I'm making the center back decide between marking me and marking this other guy. And I guarantee every single time, if you don't choose to mark me, that's going in the back of the net. And I think that's a good sign for Chicharito in this game. I think Seattle did a very good job of dropping in another center back in there and playing a 5-3-2 on defense and made it really hard for Chicharito to find those half spaces that make him so effective that you know, Miami and the Red Bulls were willing to give him. Yeah, uh, I, I'm just thinking that the Galaxy, you know, are favored to win this. Um, the, you know, they are the slightly better side um, right now in terms of where they sit uh, on the West. And um, historically against LAFC, you know, the Galaxy are in, in the lead. I think that they're due for another win. Um so, like you said, if, if they can if they can utilize um, Chicharito and and really snuff um, LAFC and and really just it's it's going to be about it's going to come down to the defense and it is going to be physical match. I, I thought I thought Seattle was going to be more physical, but you know um, that game was actually low key boring. So I think that against um, LAFC, you know, it I'm I'm hoping for an exciting match um because it, it easily it easily could be boring as well i think mean, also um, keep in mind i mean the the seattle galaxy game i mean seattle dominated that game from the first whistle you know outside of outside of the positive at, <laughs> seattle had mm-hmm. a handle on that game from the first whistle. i wouldn't say they dominated it but they, there was definitely a clear superior side on that on that field i think was what i've seen from lafc at least through the first two games i don't know necessarily if lafc is going to run away with it the way that seattle ran away with that game uh, in seattle i'd also yeah, say I'll see that mm-hmm. i would also say you know the Galaxy get up for this game. LAFC gets up for this game. This is going to be a battle. These two teams are not going to go quietly into that good night. Um, 
I, I think what, one other X factor that I, I, I haven't touched on yet that I do want to touch on is that Sebastian Legette will be available for this game um, after serving his two-game suspension. That could really change yeah, the Galaxy. Yeah, he's scoring a goal. I'm calling it now. Better. Because if you saw a lot of the problem the Galaxy had against Seattle was Seattle just made it so hard to operate through the center of the midfield, right? Like, I mean, they clogged that thing out. They made it so difficult for Jonah to find passing lanes. They made it so difficult for Victor Vasquez to float into those areas of space where he is excels. The one guy that could have fixed that really well is Legette. And I think, you know, I was kind of sitting there being like, you know, if Legette's playing this game, the Galaxy are going to get a couple of opportunities against Seattle. You know, I was thinking to myself to like, because he's so good about taking players on the dribble, turning a player, and he's so good about line-breaking passes. And I think that could be a very big help for LAFC because a lot of that game that Houston played against LAFC, Houston just didn't have that one guy in the midfield who could do that. The Galaxy and will not have that. <laughs> yeah, and a help and a help to Jonathan Dos Santos. I think Jonathan Dos Santos is due for for a goal also. I think he needs he needs something to bring him back. You know, I'm not going to get on him for, for being injured. Um so hopefully, yeah. I mean, look, the Galaxy have the, the home advantage. I mean, you know, in soccer, it doesn't mean much, but I, I think it does. Um, you know, the Galaxy are going to be wearing their white jerseys, so let's break, let's break the curse. Uh, <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I, I know that the Galaxy show up for uh, this particular rivalry game. I, I think, um, you know, they're still, they still have those first two wins. Um, th- things are looking up. I, I don't... Oh God, I don't want to say, I don't want to jinx it, but um, I think the Galaxy can totally win this as long as they don't make too many mistakes and as long as they they keep LAFC in check. And to be honest with you, as long as kind of LAFC, as long as the Galaxy are still in their heads, I think um, the Galaxy should just take advantage. I think that they should run with it. I think, um, yeah, I... I think- I think one of the, the, mm-hmm. the big questions for me around this game from a Galaxy perspective is Greg Vanny has tried a couple of different looks on defense in a way that hasn't always convinced. And I think, the, you know, for example, going with O'Neal Fisher and Julian Araujo on, that, on the right side of, of the attack defense there's the left side. See it right there. Um, whatever. You, the, you know, I'm left-handed, so my world's always reversed. Um, didn't work. He's yeah. had some problems figuring out, you know, how to best use Araujo, how to best use O'Neill Fisher. He's also got a center back that's on a minutes restriction in terms of, 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 of Williams. You know, what is this defense going to look like on Saturday afternoon? That's my big question. I think maybe he goes and plays a 5-3-2 in this game just simply because he can't afford, you know, regardless of Vela starting or not. I think if Vela is go, then... Yes, it's a it's a five three two because they're just not going to let Rossi and Vela pull the space apart in order to to beat them. If it's just Rossi and he's playing with Opoku and Baird, then I think maybe we go a little bit more conservative. They play three five two, um, or we go a little bit less conservative. They play three five two and try to just absolutely smash them on the wings. Um, yeah, because I mean, LFC played very narrow against Houston, um, but I'm interested to see how they go defensively in this game. Does he go for O'Neill Fisher again? A little bit more experienced, a little bit more kind of. You know, a guy that's been in these high-pressure games, a guy that, you know, has played in, in, in MLS Cup Finals that knows this thing. Or does he go for Rajo, who, you know, a little bit younger, a little bit more fiery, but a guy that is very intimately familiar with this rivalry. I mean, we talk about the Julian Araujo big boy game that happened at LAFC Stadium last year when uh, Zubac had his brace. Um, you know, 
that's going to be an interesting question for me. And also, what is the center back pairing come Saturday? I think that's that's that is the biggest kind of I have concerns question about this game for the Galaxy. Yeah, I don't want the Galaxy to get gassed. That's for sure. Um, I was also going to say it doesn't matter. In I mean, of course, you prepare against a team that you're going to play against. But I think that this is the fourth match so far. I think that Vanny has been able to experiment and work some things out. Um, so I. I'm excited to see what we can learn from this match and moving forward. This definitely isn't going to be the only El Trafico. So, um, you know, regardless, uh, you know, egos aside, <laughs> um, I, I think that there's going to be a lot of takeaways from this, and it is, it is mouth-watering. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is MLS's most compelling rivalry currently, and, I mean, it, it, it's always a mouth-watering affair, and, and you know, we, we we were talking about LAFC that they haven't got out of you know second gear. I mean, if, if you're going to get out of gear, this is the game to go get out of gear, right? You know, like this is the game you get up. They can for. stay in second gear, but yes, I would, I, <laughs> I would like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I have a feeling they won't, though. You know, I, I think, I think you know, they need to kind of have a a a bit of a. Um, uh, the Galaxy need to be a little bit more. They need they need to have a rebound game, and I think. You know, bringing Lejet back into the fold is going to help. I think, um, you know, Victor Vasquez can continue to be... Uh, it, it, and he can score, too. Yeah, I mean, if Victor Vasquez continues this kind of this this interesting um, kind of role he's had, uh, kind of being this free-floating number 10, then I, I think maybe, you know, I think that's going to be difficult for LAFC's defenders to, to deal with. You know, I think if they can take out Westa and, and, and neutralize him out of the game um, and, and kind of run through him... Um, then I think the, you know, the Galaxy will, will get their opportunities. You know, I think, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Galaxy really rely on the wings in terms of the attack on this one. And it wouldn't surprise me if the Galaxy kind of try to ping long balls over the top for, you know, kind of deep-lying wingers like, you know, Grand Sear or, 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 you know, whoever kind of starts on that other side, um, you know, be it Zubac or, or whatever have you. Um, I think the Galaxy are looking for kind of pace matchups that they can, you know, spring quick attacks and, 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 and get defenses on skates, and I think that's going to be a, a. We might see a lot of that trying to bypass the midfield, so they don't have to deal with, you know, Atuesta cutting off passing lanes and stuff like that. I think that would that wouldn't I wouldn't hate that idea. Um, I think it's going to be a very, uh, you know, the Galaxy got a reality check on 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 Sunday, right? Like, I mean, that was they need. I almost think they needed that. You know, that the, the first two games were kind of a little bit. Yeah, too- better that than against LAFC. Um, just yeah. just because of the, well. I mean, not just because it's the rivalry. I hate that, but it's true. There, I said it. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, like, if, I would much rather have my team getting up for a rivalry game in, in like, in a serious way. Yeah, than, but know, it's just because, kind of like, I want the play. Galaxy to have their culture and their excitement and everything, and not because these neighbors of ours, like, force us to, like, yeah. shine our shoes. Do you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand that. And you and I on this podcast have railed against this concept of, um, you know, the the, the 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 galaxy only getting up for, um, the uh, the the traffickos, and, and it did feel like last season that was that was the the case. But I think this season has proven that you know they're invested in in, in every game. Yes. And, yes. You know. And Chicharito definitely that, is invested. Um, you know, yeah. like I, you know, it, it is hard. Because the first two matches that, that the Galaxy won were, quote-unquote, weak games, right? 
Um, but I don't want that to take away from the yeah, fact yeah. that it yeah, lit, you know, it ignited them, that they're showing up, that they're they're capable, more than capable. You know what I mean? They were capable against Seattle, damn it. I really thought that they were going to get a goal back, yeah, to be and honest. And it's the thing is, like, so they play, you know, out of, out of the three teams they've played so far, the only team that I could convincingly t- convince, or like, I could convince myself that it's not a good team is the Red Bulls. I mean, Miami played well. They got a win against the Union. The Union supported two winners. Yeah, last I'm not, yeah, Very sorry. I didn't team. want to put down Miami at all. Yeah, it, it's just they're such a new team. It's hard to even know what they're about. But anyway, go ahead. Um, I mean, Miami's put up some interesting kind of results over the past, you know, three weeks outside of the loss of the Galaxy. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, it, it, look, I mean, the Galaxy have put up two very respectable wins and one loss to a team that is probably the best team in MLS. Like, I'm okay with where things are right now. Um, and I think, you know, this game, this game is another one of those big tests where it's like, you know, okay, you know, where are, where, where do we stack up in the hierarchy right now? That's, that is the... That is the next couple of games is, okay, we got those two wins against teams that, you know, against a team that's, that's good, but, you know, still figuring things out and a team that you should beat. These next couple of games, it's against teams that like, well, now we need, now we start to see kind of where in the stratification of the Western Conference, we, we really fit in. Yeah. And, and, you know, it is, it is early, um, you know, in the season, but these, these are the matches that are really, to me, going to, going to at least show us. And per- perhaps even, um, you know, get other teams to see right through um, whatever the Galaxy are still working on. So, you know, the Galaxy just have to just be sure that, you know, the errors don't get the best of them. And I hope Bond's up to the challenge. Uh, like I said, he's leading in, Gal- in, in saves in MLS right now. Um, but is that because our defense isn't good? Is that because, you know, that's Bond? Like... Um, I, I think definitely we'll know because um, LAFC is not afraid to take shots. And I mean, you know, as critical as we were of of Bingham and he wasn't great, it's just it's hard to tell um, right now. I think I think it's early for Bond. Um, you know, so um, the more the more challenges the Galaxy get, the better. Um, you know. Yeah, agreed. And 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 you know, it it does feel that you know, you know, there is it. You know, Jonathan Bond wins you a game every now and then, right? Like that's that's what it feels like, and I'm I am I'm happy we have that goal. It, it does feel like there's 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 a lot of good pieces here that I think you know. Hopefully, we can see it all come together in in, in a big way against a, against a big rival. All right, thank you so much. Stay tuned. Um, it appears Christian and I are able to commit to Wednesday recordings. Um, <laughs> Tuesdays, if if uh, some odd reason I get I get scheduled. Uh, at the cafe. So we really appreciate, appreciate you listening to us. Um, we're going to start doing Conway's keys. What are, what are you, how are you referring to those, uh, the 15 uh, minute, um, uh, not even the titles, just like, just tell people what it, what, oh, yeah. so, what we're doing. Um, you know, kind of just like a one-stop shop for, you know, when you're driving into the stadium or, you know, you're, you're sitting at home and it's, you know, 20 minutes to match time and, you know, your, your, your pregame playlist has run out of songs or you're tired of hearing the same exact song every week for 36 weeks. Um, but it's just a one-stop shop for uh, kind of news and notes, you know, player availabilities, uh, you know, stuff like that. Kind of a couple keys to the game, you know, maybe a positional battle that I'm interested in or, you know, a player, you know, matchup that I'm interested in or, you know, kind of just like a focus on like one or two small things that, uh, that um, you know, like, you know, just 
things that you might want to pay attention to during the match or kind of, you know, just if you want to seem smart to your friends, just be like, oh, hey, like, you know, this defensive midfielder is going to do this because X, Y, and Z, you know? So um, just kind of a quick little, you know, think of it like, you know, you're, 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 you're stopping at your local, you know, CVS, you know, picking up, you know, some, some Gatorade and some snacks and, and maybe a six pack and kind of, you know, just it's, it's, it's your little convenience store of game day information. I'm excited. I'm so glad that we're going to be doing this and that you're listening and yeah, stay tuned. More content coming your way. This has been episode seven of season three of Simply Soccer. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>